This is why we have the best fans in the world. Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 87th episode of Talk Direction. Um, <laughs> I feel like I sound a little weird right now. I mean, I set my alarm for, we're recording at 9.30 in the morning, and I woke up at 9.20 today. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have not talked, and now I feel like I'm just like waking up. My eyes are, like, still asleep. My brain's still asleep. You so. guys are, like, getting used to our morning voices. Like, this is very intimate. Like, you guys are <laughs> it, just, like, it it's is. like a sleepover now. It's just, like, we're waking up. We're about to have some bagels or something, like, and just and talk about One Direction. One Direction. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so if my stomach growls, I haven't eaten yet, so <laughs> this is all, like, the real deal behind the scenes. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about today was a Patreon update. Which is, um, we have this Patreon thing where you can be, um, a subscriber and get tons of extra bonus content, um, and it's just www.patreon.com slash talkdirection, and Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N, um, but I've set up this thing so now that all the bonus content, so Talk Direction down low, um, which is our extra half hour of episode, every episode, um, now you can get that onto your podcasting app rather than having to go to the Patreon app or the Patreon website. So you can make it so it just pops up by itself um, every week as soon as we put it out in wherever you listen to your podcasts. So Patreons should have gotten an email with the link, um, the special link that you have to copy. It's just like a series of like a I don't know, www, I don't know if it's www, but it looks like um like an internet link thing with a whole bunch of weird letters and stuff. Um, but if you didn't get the email, you can go to our Patreon page and in the right hand corner, it says like RSS feed link or something like that. Um, and you can copy that or like copy it and then email it to yourself so you can get it on your phone. You can probably get it on your phone through the internet, but I, I found that more challenging. <laughs> um, and then you take that and paste it into... Um, your podcasting app wherever you um, add new podcasts. So for the iPhone, um, if you go to your podcasting app, which is like the little purple one, and then go to my podcasts, and then the upper left-hand corner, there's the plus sign. So you hit that plus sign, and I think it's said like, it says like add podcast, and then a window will pop up, and you just paste the link there and add it. And then Talk Direction download should um, immediately go to your podcasting app. So it's really easy. Like, I'm, I find technology hard, and I didn't do this for my other, um, my other, um, what's it called, podcasts that I listen to that have Patreon, um, because I was, thought it was going to be really difficult, but then when I was forced to figure it out for <laughs> us, I realized that it was actually super easy. Mm. So, <laughs> good to know. Beautiful. Yeah, so you guys can go do that, and, um, I also wanted to thank some of our new supporters. Now, I'm not sure, was Angela, did we mention her yet on the show? I don't think so. Okay, well, we have Angela and Isabel, um, and their new supporters over on Patreon. Thank you so much. So, Thank you for being awesome and, um, yeah, supporting us, and I hope you like the bonus content. 
Um, what are we talking to talking about over there today? I wanted to give a little um, sneaky preview on Talk Direction Down Low. We're going to be continuing our talk um, about, well, we don't know what it's about because we haven't had it yet, um, but we're talking about X Factor auditions and all that good stuff. And actually on Talk Direction, we're going to be um, discussing what we think the auditions would be like if they auditioned now and how that would change and whether a band would still form and who would get through and who wouldn't get through. Um, so I'm really excited about that one. Oh, um, and actually on Patreon, we've already done like a, um, a live commentary on the video diaries from X Factor days. Yeah. So if you want to listen to that, go on Patreon and you can like um, watch it. Uh, like we have a link so you can watch the video diaries while, while we're commenting. So... Yeah, and also, um, when you do become a patron now, or patron now, you get all that extra yeah. b- other stuff that we did in the past as well, so you're not missing out getting a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I also wanted to mention one of our listener, um, listeners, uh, Lucia, um, has, I don't know what it's called, is it a Kickstarter, or, it's not a Kickstarter, but like a crowdfunding thing a crowdfunding thing for her dog who has cancer. Um, and uh, how can we find hers? We'll post it on the Twitter, but... Yeah, because it's not, um, like, an easy link. It's, like, an yeah. entire link, so, yeah. Um, if you want to donate to that, um, yeah, because she's got really cute dogs and she's a really beautiful person. Um, and then I wanted to also mention, I feel like there's so many announcements today mm-hmm. or, like, things to talk about. Um, but as you know, we get political on this podcast, <laughs> always. <laughs> we don't stray away from that. Um, and I wanted to talk about um, one of the laws that we had in place under the Obama administration being pulled away under Trump's administration, which is really gross and sad. Um, this law was to protect trans students' rights to use whatever bathroom they wanted at school, Um and now that's being taken away. Um, and this ultimately means, and this came from Laverne Cox, um, she did an interview where she was talking about trans um, bathroom like problems. Um, and if, if kids can't go to the bathroom at school, like, I remember in high school, I went to the bathroom, like, all the time. Like, I have to pee, okay? Like, you need to pee, okay? And if you don't have the ability to pee at school, then, like it's so hard to be at school and to learn and to even go to school. And that's just completely ridiculous. And everyone has the right to use the bathroom. It's Um, just like a basic right. It's like very dehumanizing. Like that's just like the purpose is to dehumanize trans people and it's just not okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we've tweeted about it. Um, and there's, but like, there's better people to follow and to learn about it. Um, and I think we'll post some, post some things on our Twitter, because I don't have them available now, but Laverne Cox is a great place to start. I know she's, like, a big advocate and, and does it more in, um, an understandable way, rather than very, like, high, like, confusing, I don't know what laws are, um, um, but yeah, I'm, there's, there's just tons of people on Twitter that you can follow and get more, for more, get more information from, um, and I just wanted to say just, like, everyone's input and, like, speaking out is so important, even mm-hmm. if it's just on social media. Um, and so, like, let's just keep speaking out, keep being mad. I know I feel like I keep saying this anytime we talk about something political, but 
you know, it's it's an important reminder, even if we feel like we're getting tired, we need to just keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I want to say that we support our trans listeners, and we love our trans listeners, and you guys are all beautiful and awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And stupid Trump is not going to take that away from you. <laughs> so, yes. Um, now, moving on to our Back to You segment... Um, And this is our segment where we respond to what you guys write in and tell us and do fun polls and respond to emails and have questions of the week and all that good stuff. Um, And to be a part of this segment, you can tweet us at talk underscore direction, email us at talkdirection at gmail.com, post on our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com, or Instagram, which is just talkdirection. And this week we had the question of the week, what do you love about yourself? And this was originally from our Valentine's Day episode. Um, One of our listeners, Amanda, suggested that we talk about what we love about ourselves and what we love about each other, which was a really, really nice suggestion. Um, And you guys really liked it. And a lot of you guys wrote in about what you love about yourself, which I was so happy about. I got scared that, like, maybe because it was, like, a weird or different question of the day and, like, super personal that people wouldn't write in. But we got a lot of responses. Um, So do you want to just go back and forth on this, Kara? Sure. Why don't you start? So Mandy says that I graduated with a college degree and paid for it on my own, while with scholarships, grants, and loans. Also that I survived the last five years teaching source slash remedial math to high school students. Shocked emoji, smiling emoji. Um, Ronnie Ike123 said, I can't really come up with something, but I guess I can act quite well. That's a cool skill. I cannot act at all, so... I know. I mean, I feel like it, sometimes we sort of don't realize, like, the things that we just find natural to ourselves yeah. and normal or every day is actually, like, pretty awesome. Like, Mandy, like, going and teaching. Like, teaching is really challenging. Yeah. And people don't get enough recognition for it. Wow, I really do feel like I'm just, like, waking up and my tongue's, like, learning how to move again right now. <laughs> <laughs> it feels very, like, big in my mouth. <laughs> um, but, like... You guys are awesome, and these these are important, like, things to recognize about yourself and, like, recognize the good things you have about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm next. I'm <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Nail art underscore by Gracie says, my nail art. Um, they have an awesome Instagram. If you like nail art, go check out their, like, they, like, extreme, like, high fancy. Oh, yes. Um, nail art. I'm like, oh my god, this awesome nail art account knows who we are. It's pretty cool. Um, then Rebecca M.R. Foster, or I like to call my sister, Jesus. said, <laughs> said um, I love that education is my priority. Um, I really liked that. Um, um, e underscore Halls, uh, who is my friend, Erin, <laughs> who, whatever, um, says my music taste, and she was just, um, joking with me, because she has, um, she's not the biggest fan of One Direction, slash isn't a fan of pop music, um, and so we have, like, a little bit of, a, like, you know, battle back and forth, where I'm trying to get her to more into pop music, and stop being so pretentious, just kidding, Erin, but not really, okay, anyway. I saw that, and then I saw the response from the talk direction, and I was like, this is really weird. <laughs> like, I'm like, it must be someone Karen knows. Because... I had to respond because I knew that you were going to like be really genuine and like, nice to her, and I'm like, I can't have Caitlyn being genuinely nice to Erin when she's like just like trying to like 
uh, mess with us. So I was like, I have to like step in here. <laughs> now other people who see that who don't know you know them are gonna be like, wow, talk direction just went off on I this know. person. I know. <laughs> um, okay, Veronica Brevik said, my great personality, winky face emoji, um, and I said that I definitely concurred with that. Is that how you use that word? Yeah, You know when I think you use so. a word that you don't really know how to use? <laughs> I concur. Words aren't real. <laughs> That's the tense, I know how to use that word. Um, but yeah, she and some of her friends had um, an awesome podcast uh, now, like, a long time ago. It was, like, two years ago. Wow. Two muses. And it was really awesome, and they were all really funny. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, Kara. Um, Mira underscore Helson says, Mentally, I find myself patient and caring. Physically, I have a great butt winky face laugh cry emoji. <laughs> also, I'm proud of myself for having overcome self-hatred. I'm going to love myself, and no one can stop me. Fist pump, sweaty smile emoji. I mean, that is just a beautiful way to end it. Like, mm-hmm. I love that quote. I'm going to love myself and no one can stop I me. I love that, yeah. That is amazing. So thank you guys for all writing these in. This made me really happy just to read. And I feel like there's just not enough, like, complimenting ourselves. And it's kind of, like, cool to not like yourself or to hate yourself or pick yourself apart. But, like, I really love all like hearing all these good things that we love about each other Mm -hmm. so if you want to keep writing them in and this could just be like a regular thing yeah it's really positive and it makes like me happy so yeah um okay moving on to news this week the first one is that one direction won the brit for best music video for their music video (laughs) history um this was a couple days now ago and we were all wondering who was gonna show up if they were to either collect the award or like present like present (laughs) man (laughs) present we know louis and liam went last year um so this year seeing as louis flew into england um like a couple days before the brits and i think um, Niall and Harry and Liam were all there. We're like, oh my god, are they all gonna go? Who's gonna go? Turns out only Liam showed up. But, like, thank you, Liam. I know. Thanks, dependable freaking Liam, like, saving the day. And he, like, wasn't, I, he didn't go on the red carpet. Like, and it was, I think, a surprise because I, I hadn't been watching yeah. the entire thing, but he just, like, swooped in, like, when they called the award. Like, I don't think anyone knew he was even there until they got, like, until they won. So it was a surprise. It literally seemed like a swoop, and not that I was watching at the time, because I was in class, which was sad, um, but, like, he, like, even just watching back, the way he, like, like, subtly goes up there, looks like he's, like, trying to hide himself still or whatever, <laughs> and then, like, exits, and that's it. Like, it was just, like, really... He should have, like, repelled from the ceiling and just, like, collected <laughs> oh it and then, God. like, zoomed back up. <laughs> Yes. <gasps> Liam would do so well as a Spider-Man, like, in a movie. I could see him being a Spider-Man. I know. We don't need another Spider-Man movie, but if Liam wants to do it, I will support it. <laughs> or Louie, too. I feel like Louie's always He does a have Spider-Man a Spider-Man person. tattoo, so. Yeah. Uh, but I could use more Spider-Man movies. That's, like, the level God. of, like, act- action and, like, scare There's I'm literally so with, many, so. Caitlin. There's too many. They No, there's not. Caitlin, there's I like seen seven. The newest one is the newest one with Zendaya out already. No, I mean I'm, I'm excited, excited for, for her, and but I just like I liked Andrew Garfield, but like just too many, and like I don't want to see Uncle Ben die again. Like I, <laughs> it's been too many times, man. <laughs> um. Okay. So, what did you think about Liam's outfit and his hair? I thought his um leather jacket was cool. I really liked it. Um, I just thought he looked really like 
casually cool. Um, he looked like really like I don't even know. I don't know how he's like wearing like a huge hoodie with that like big leather jacket. I never understand the physics of. But that. I kind of it's love like it. You have to buy a leather jacket that's bigger. Like so it must that be like your arms huge. Fit through, I guess where, like, your arms like are so stiff and can't move. Uh yeah, I don't know how he's bending his arms honestly, but I love the like little like um. It almost looks like it could light up, but I know it doesn't. But it like the little like rivets and like I think it like has roses on the front, like in like the little like oh, rivets. Wow. So I like it. I think it's a cool look. Yeah, I like his look too. It's like I'm gonna wear a hoodie, but also a leather jacket because yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he's not his... overheating. Like I just feel like people who I can know. just wear so many layers and still look cool are defying <laughs> gravity. Nope. <laughs> Um, I really like his hair too. Yeah. This looks like it reminded me of um, some pictures of him. It was like such the it was like the shortest period of time. I think like 2012, 2013, around then, um, where Liam had hair that was similar to this, and then it. I feel like then that was before maybe he shaved it off. I feel like this looks like um, Zane hair. Yeah, it kind of does. Um, but I really like this. Yeah. I like the longer look and the quiff. Um, I think he looks handsome. Um, in his little speech when he went to collect the award, he said, Wow, I mean, this is amazing. Thank you so much. I know I speak on behalf of the rest of the boys because they didn't show up. Um, <laughs> when I say we cannot believe we are still winning these and the sheer devotion of our fans, our fans have shown us online for this is absolutely amazing. Thank you very much. We've been taking a bit of time out and working on our solo music, but One Direction is who we are and is who we will always be. And this one's for you, so thank you very much. Thank you. Um, I just really love that quote about One Direction is who we are and who we'll always be. Um, Although I've seen it written two different ways, and I listened to the clip and it sounded to me like who we are and it's who we always will be. Um, But people wrote it who we will always be, which I think is how I read it right now. But, you know, the truth gets all confused (laughs) um then i was just thinking about how like when people write up interviews for people they like mess their words around but this one was just like so basic about like a speech he gave and it was still messed up in different places um and then simon was also standing up there next to liam which was funny because we know like simon has said like some sketch things in the past to the boys going solo like oh yeah staying with him (laughs) um but he was thanking the boys and the fans and ben winston because ben winston um was the dude who directed the music video um so i was like oh liam you didn't you didn't like thank the people who actually like came up with the music video idea um but that's okay um so what did you think of his speech i know one of our listeners sophie wrote in um commenting on his accent being weird did you notice that um i don't know and it's interesting because sophie's british so i just Mm -hmm. feel i think that's interesting that like i didn't like notice his i I think she said in the past like his accent is like hard to understand i think Mm -hmm. um but i just don't i don't know i don't like i don't get that i don't know um, I didn't notice it at first, but when I listened back yeah. and, like, was trying to pay attention to the accent, I definitely noticed That's it. That's so interesting. And, I'll have to listen again. And, well, I don't know if you'll pick up on it because he sounded exactly, like, the same way Cheryl pronounces different things. Oh. And Cheryl's his girlfriend, who was an um, X Factor judge, uh, and she has a very distinct ac- uh, accent. 
Um, so if you listen to her speak and then Liam's speech in, in that, in whatever, like, obviously they've been spending time together. And, you know, when you spend time yeah. with people who, like, talk a certain way, like, you sometimes pick up on that. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's what happened. That's because so I was like, oh my god, this is how Cheryl says things. Wow. Um, so I thought that was cool. Um, and then all of the boys, can you believe this? All of the freaking boys also went on Twitter slash Instagram and talked about winning the award. Um, do you want to read Liam's? I feel like I'm talking a lot. Sure. So on Instagram slash Twitter, Liam said, what can I say? It's incredible that even now we are picking up these awards. This is down to the amazing One Direction fans who continue to support us around the world. I speak for every one of the band who are just blown away by the love we get from the fans. We wouldn't be here without you. It's an exciting time for each of us working on our solo material, but One Direction is who we are and that will never change. Hashtag Brits. Um, and also he said on Twitter, wow, this is incredible. We are the greatest team the world has ever seen. Um, when history becomes your future and then the little like thinking emoji, the shocked emoji and the eye emoji. But seriously though, thank you, uh, again, everybody. I'm gobsmacked once again. What, what did he mean when history becomes your future? Um, like history. Harry, I mean, not Harry, Liam was just trying to be like a philosopher, like, (laughs) Plato, Socrates type figure. Um, uh-huh. But he, I think he was talking about like the history music video, like coming their future, as in like it, it like impacted them in the future, which is the present. Um, I feel like <laughs> trying to think about this too deeply is probably like not even worth it. But I don't know. I just yeah. thought it was funny because he really, I think he really thought it was clever. So I'm like, yeah. I love Liam on Twitter, man. I love him so much. <laughs> he wanted to say it. He said it. I'm proud of him. <laughs> He's Good great. Job, Liam. Um, and then Louis said loads and loads of love, and he attached a video so of himself. So cute. Like, thanking the fans, and it was really adorable. He was and in a he hoodie. Was like, yeah. <laughs> he always does, like, the same, like, selfie pose, even in, in video form. Yeah, you're right. Um, and he said that he didn't go to the Brits because he was spending time with family, which is obviously totally okay. Yeah. Um, but I really love that he sent us a little video message. And then I was thinking... Um, like, how many times did he have to film that to get it right? Or, like, was it right on the first go? Because um, you just never know. I know Zoella was filming something to send to a fan, and she was, like, vlogging it at the same time, and, like, she messed up so many oh! times. I was <laughs> so. just thinking, like, did he, like, wa- like, did he step away from his family for a second and, like, go in the other room and be like, okay, guys, I have to, like, step away for a second and, like, film yeah. myself or, like, take a little video for the fans or something. I'm just like, what's the deal? I want to know, like, all the ins and outs. And was it awkward because, like, your siblings could hear yeah. you through the door? I mean, like, I'm recording right now, and whoever's outside my door will be able to hear me. Same. Because um, I always have to, like, turn off my fan, and then it gets, like, super quiet in my room, and then I feel all, like, weird. Oh, it's even worse when I'm fil- filming the videos. And, but then when I start talking, it's okay, but... I feel that. I feel like I really haven't gotten used to um, doing videos yet, but that's okay. Yeah, it's it's a strange thing, which are on our Patreon, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, who's next? Oh, Niall. Do you want to read Niall? Yes. Um, Niall says, Oh my days. Time and time again, you guys do it for us. Pay no love ya, bro. And then he added, um, all the people who worked on the video. Big shout out to at Cal, um, Allrund and at Fullwell, uh, gang for another Brit's best video. Still in shock. You guys are incredible. Thank you. Um, yeah. So that was really nice of him. And Niall actually 
also went over to, uh, when my pictures end up somehow getting onto the next page, it's sad. Um, Niall didn't go to the Brits, but he went to a Brits after party, and I thought he looked really nice and sharp. I particularly liked these, like, suede blue shoes. Yeah, dude, he looked great. He looked really sharp. Like, his pants are just, like, tailored I freaking love how fashionable he's being lately. It's just a beautiful thing. Um, and then guess what, Kara? What? Harold <laughs> crawled out of his cave. Wow. To say thank you to the fans. I can't believe he got, like, Wi-Fi in his cave. That's incredible. I'm so proud of the Hobbits for finally updating their <laughs> modern technology. <laughs> Harry, wow. Just beautiful. He went on Twitter and said, thank you so much to everyone that voted for the Brit Award tonight, your support is unbelievable. Always has been. Thank you, love H. So no, he says love you H. Oh, love you H. Sorry, it's semantics. Um, this. What did you think of this, Kara? I mean, I was shocked and surprised, gobsmacked, if you will. Um, <laughs> oh my days, as Niall said, that was so <laughs> Niall, cute. Why is Niall he so is adorable? I, just, I love him. I love him so much. And also, I didn't mention, but he was wearing striped socks. Um, with this oh, outfit, and, and with those shoes. Yeah, look at zoom in. They're like oh. navy and white, and I'm just like, honestly, I love a good sock. So what a cool cat! I love him. Um, I can't believe he remembers how to type and spell and write. Honestly, it's been so <laughs> how so did long. This even happen? Yeah, no, I love it though. I'm so happy, and I'm like really, I'm just like happy that he um thanked the fans. I think it's like really important to do, and mm. I just especially because it was fan voted and like so, people like really like went hard and like voted so you know yeah thanks harry for your support (laughs) (laughs) do you think when harry's go solo which should be coming up in the next couple months um should be listen up harry Harry. that's not happening like give us some warning because we've gotten our hopes up too many times on snapchat did you see yesterday there was like um a story that was like where in the world is harry styles and they put like a missing sign on like uh (laughs) Uh, not an egg carton, a milk carton. I'm just like, honestly, same. (laughs) That's funny. No, I didn't see it. Um, but, uh, what was I, what was my question? Oh, yeah. When he does go solo, Mm -hmm. do you think he will be more obvious about his appreciation to fans online and, like, be more interactive or stay his little cave-dwelling self? Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) no, I just really want, like, a... Um, a like a cave tour, like a you know what I mean, like an MTV <laughs> mm-hmm. cave. Um, yeah. Uh, but I think that like I don't know, cause like I don't think he'll like dramatically switch because that would just like seem kind of fake and weird. Um, mm-hmm. and I feel like he'll probably stay sort of off Twitter. I could see him like ramping up Instagram again though. Um, mm. but I I can't really see him being like the kind of you know like Liam who or like Louis. Um, even who like tweets the fans and like kind of interacts like um, mm-hmm. I don't know I, I can't really see that happening anymore which is kind of sad because I love I, I love seeing that especially with Liam and Louie like talking to the fans like it just like it's yeah. really it's really a nice touch and like just fun to see yeah I wish he has like some change of heart and or like sometimes you know you get so excited about things you think you're not gonna be like wanting to 
like, be so interactive or, like, do something and then, like, the moment hits and you're like, oh my god, this is so freaking exciting. Yeah. Not that I have any experience with something like <laughs> dropping an album, <laughs> but, you know, there's other ways to connect that in your life that can be somewhat <laughs> relatable. Um, but I had this dream the other day, and this goes into, um, or no, sorry, let let me get to that. I'll get to that. This is a little tease there. Okay. Um, but what was the next thing I was going to say? Oh, will the boys be nominated for a Brit next year, seeing as they're all going solo? And if they all come out wow. with their albums this year, which is a possibility, we don't know, like, how... We're not probably going to get them all early. Niall's been saying now he's pushing his backs, maybe summer, which scares me because if you're touring, I freaking need you to get your album out. Um, but let's say they're cu- a couple will get a couple albums this year. They're going to be on the next cycle for the Brits, mm. which means there's going to be a whole bunch of new artists. Um, like all as solo artists, they're going to be up, possibly up for new artists, um, for best singles, best, um, British album, even m- videos. Like there's all these possibilities and they're going to be up against each that other. That stresses me out, dude. That really, I don't like the thought of that. Cause like, even like. Zane against the boys like kind of makes me feel weird um but it, like I'm, my loyalties obviously lie with one direction versus Zane but mm-hmm. if you're putting like Harry versus Liam versus Louis versus Niall like uh <laughs> please like don't I just like want them all to succeed I I could see them being yeah. very like gracious with each other and like not being upset like if one of them wins over the other and like mm-hmm. being like really like proud of the other ones but like still like that's like I don't know like competition is just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, especially for, like, the fan-voted ones. Yeah, exactly. Like I that's... mean, that's gonna be weird. How do we vote for, like, everyone, I guess? I want one of them to, whoever wins, goes up there and pulls a Mean Girls move and just, like, breaks the award in half and just gives it to the other boys and just, like... Pulls an Adele. Did you see she did that with the one she thought went to Beyonce? Oh, yeah. I mean, she didn't physically break it, but to be honest, those things are... I thought she did afterwards. Um, I there th- was photos of a broken thing. Oh, she that's pulled- definitely a joke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when Caitlin doesn't know enough, <laughs> I feel like this happens where things are like not real, and then I get duped. That's what happened to uh, y- me with your freaking Instagram photo when you put Niall's oh. face on the um the what's it called St. Patrick's Day cookies. I'm like, why was Niall? I-, I was just like so shocked and amazed, and then I realized it was definitely an edit, but it was quite convincing. So okay, but over break when we have those three days that overlap, let's go to Stop and Shop with Niall cutouts. Yeah. And stick them on the same good idea wow we can vlog it we can vlog ourselves getting kicked out of stop and shop wow (laughs) but who would kick us out for that i mean niall is just like the cutest thing yeah they probably think it honestly just like belonged there so yep um okay now getting to my dream so let me pull this up it's not that exciting but it flows nicely into what we're gonna be talking about okay cool um and so i had this dream it was like it was one of those moments where, like, you've just woken up and your brain is, like, still in dream mode where yeah. you don't really know what reality is yet. Um, in my in, in my head, someone, and this is, like, yeah, okay, so in my head, the interviewer said, five years must be a long time for someone to suppress their true natural talent. <laughs> and, then Ed, and then Ed was like, he had no choice, though. Um. <laughs> And that's all it was. And they were talking about Harry. And that's, like, right when I woke up. Jesus. Like, I had this in my head, and I thought, 
And then, like, I was like, no, wait, like, I'm actually awake. That's not real. Like, that didn't happen. (laughs) But that was because I had that dream because Ed has talked more about Harry's album. Um, And this was, like, the night after I heard the part of the interview. And so that was clearly in my head. Um, But Ed Sheeran, legitimately, not in dream life, was backstage at the Brits and got interviewed and asked about Harry's album. And he said, I've heard a little bit. I've heard a little. It really shows him off as an artist and a singer, which is what it was always going to be. I can't say too much about it as it's not my project. And I've got no idea when it's coming out. It's quality. What are your thoughts on this? Um... I mean, at least it's confirmed that it even exists because at this point I feel like I'm going crazy and I'm just like, it's never going to happen. Like, I just don't think he's actually going to put out an album. It's probably just going to be like an album of whale sounds and I'll buy it anyway. (laughs) Which we would listen to. Oh, you know we would make it go number one. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I mean, I trust Ed Sheeran and it's not like he's going to bash his friend, but I also do trust him. Like, I trust him and, um... Yeah. Also, wait, can we talk about for a second the fact that, like, he didn't appear on the Brits, um, Harry didn't, and we wanted that to happen, and also, like, they were hyping up a secret collaboration, like, a secret, um, a secret, like, surprise special yeah. performance, and then it ended up being the freaking Chainsmokers and Coldplay. <laughs> Mm. I didn't, were they, were they hyping it up throughout the show? They were hyping it up for, like, yeah, they were. They were just, like, it's so secret, okay. like, I, like, had to be blindfolded during soundcheck, and I, like, just oh found out, like, ten minutes God. ago, and I'm just, like, are you kidding me? No one cares that much. Wow. God. That is It sad. was really, it was really sad. I mean, Harry really just missed out on two great opportunities to show his first, show the world who the frick he is as a solo artist. Whatever, Harry. Go back and, to your cave. Just kidding. I love you. <laughs> and he didn't. So that's sad. It's all good. But this is, it's just exciting that um, Ed said these things. Yeah. Like, I feel like Ed would say this probably about anyone and like, He's just, like, a nice dude. Yeah. He would say it about anyone, plus Harry's, like, his friend. Um, but I really loved the statement, um, which is what it would all it was always yeah. going to be, referring to, like, Harry as an artist and a singer. I just feel like that was, like, uh, Ed was going, like, yeah, this, this was always going to happen, Harry. Like, there was no... Ever, Harry was going to be good, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like I was ever going to listen to his music and think it was bad just because he is really talented, so that was nice. Oh, my God. Having um, to listen to someone's album in front of them would be my worst nightmare, though. <laughs> like, I know. That would wow. be really scary. Yeah. Um, um, but... Um, what was I gonna say? So does this mean Ed and Harry didn't collaborate because he was just so, like, chill? Or is, like, Ed a really good liar? I mean, I feel like Ed's just, like, a very... I mean, probably a good liar, honestly, at this point. And also, I just feel like I could see him being kind of, like, um... What's it called? Uh, lying. I don't know where I was going with that. But, yeah, I could definitely see him just, like, being really chill about it and, like, wanting to keep it a secret. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because he's not really saying anything, like, very, uh, like... Telling. Yeah, like, newsworthy. But, I mean, we're still making it part of our news (laughs) slash. It was all over the news. But you know what I mean. Yeah. (laughs) Biggest news all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But in response to Dream, Caitlin, coming up with the fact that apparently... Harry didn't use his true artistic talent, like, during his five years with One Direction. Um, I feel like that's just untrue. Yeah. Caitlin, what the heck? (laughs) Um, I love the Ed. He had no choice. Jesus. Um, but, um, 
Um, um, um, um. It'll be weird to see if it was because we have said when you're in a group versus a solo artist, you're sort of like playing to the rest of the group dynamic and see how that much will change when he is an artist. Because it almost sounded like here, like Ed was saying, like it's getting so much better. Like I knew this secretly, but like no one else knew he also had all of this in him. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I will be interested to see how it compares. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that was it for news. Um, but moving on to our main discussion this week, which I teased at the beginning of the episode, X Factor auditions. So we have never gone back and talked about the X Factor auditions like in a full and thorough way, or really not that much at all, unless we like like glanced by it. Just like their outfits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe their outfits. Um, but we are gonna throw it way back, and we're actually recording on Thursday. I mean, no, we're recording on Friday. It's a Friday. Well, we were going to record on a Thursday, <laughs> um, and then we did it. So now my brain's all confused. Um, but I was gonna say, but you guys are getting this on the Friday anyway. Um, but yeah, so we're throwing it back, and um, we're gonna talk about their auditions. Um, and we know that each of them auditioned as solo artists, and then later on the show were put together as a group. Wait, really? Um, <laughs> I got, like, really scared for a second there, which, like, literally makes no sense. <laughs> um, but right now we're just talking about their, like, individual solo, al- um, not solo album, solo person auditions, like, the first time they showed up. Um, and... Um, I know that we weren't actually watching The X Factor when this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, some of our listeners were, but we I came to these auditions, like, when I was getting into One Direction for the first time, and, like, when you go back and watch all of the, like, videos with One Direction in them. Um, but do you remember when you watched the auditions first and what your thoughts were? I don't think I watched them until, like, I was, like, significantly, like, into them, and then I, like, went back and watched them, and I was like... Hmm, hmm, this is interesting. I don't think, I don't know. I was like, hmm. Like, I just, like, because, like, I had heard their album, and I was like, uh, this is, like, quite rough, but, like, um, their auditions at least. But then I, like, listened to them live, and, like, they definitely, like, grew. Um, but I feel like it's good that they, like, kind of started rough and just, like, were on upward traduc- trajectory. Yeah. And I always am, like, uh, when I, I remember first watching, not, like, the first, first time watching these auditions, but, like, whenever I was getting into them and watching all the interviews, the auditions were amongst that. Um, and going, like, well, this is really low quality. <laughs> like, maybe we can't hear their voices. And I think that's always true with, um, like... I think it's us hearing something live versus hearing something on YouTube, like, often yeah. can sound quite different. Yeah. Um, but man, they're like so adorable oh, and young God. and just Little like, babies. I mean, back when I first watched this, obviously we were closer to those like looks from them, but now going back and watching it, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Um, they look just so, so young. Um, and uh, like, it totally freaks me out that the auditions happen where they have to walk out onto a live performance. I know. Like, huge stage with an, a huge audience. And, like, the audience are there to, like, either cheer them or boo them. Yeah. Like, that is so stressful. I can't even imagine having to s- perform, like, in an audition in front of thousands of people. Like, oh, my God. That would just be so scary. I know. Um, 
And for some reason, I mean, not for some reason, but when they included the parts of um, each of the boys' auditions on the show, um, not everyone's had, like, a long clip. Some of them were a lot shorter. And I'm sure there's footage out there I know, where they have to get that. Like, I don't know why they haven't released that. That would be just gold. I know. It would it would make a good documentary if they yeah. ever did it, like, again, um, to have the longer clips. Because every person gets goes through, like, different talking interview stuff around, like, when they're getting um, performed, but when they're going to audition, but they get it cut, like, when you're editing the show so that you don't have so much footage. But, I mean, One Direction is so big, you'd think that they would make an effort to give us the full clips. But so like Harry's clip was really long. So it's not our fault that we talk about Harry more on this episode than perhaps the other boys. Liam's was really long too, but um the other three didn't get very long um yeah, footage. But we will start with Niall. Um Niall auditioned in Dublin at 16 years old <sighs> um to a judging panel of Simon Louis Walsh Cheryl, Cole, um, and Katy Perry. Um, and before his interview, before his audition, he was interviewed, um, and it depends on which one you watch, what, like, audition clip you watch, because one of Niles is, like, truncated, and the other one's longer, um, so we have a link that you can watch, um, that has, like, the longer, um, like, if you, even if you just type into... Um, YouTube, like, One Direction, all five auditions, like, long version or whatever. Um, the one that we have is from Cool Lulu 99 <laughs> um, Shout out to but... Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're still a fan. Um, so, Niall was audi- uh, interviewed before his audition and said, I want to be, like, big names in the world, like Beyonce and Justin Bieber. Um, he said he had been compared to Justin a few times, and he wants to sell out arenas, make an album, and work with some of the best artists in the world. Um, uh, what do you think of this looking back now that he has accomplished all his goals. I'm just so proud of him. It just really makes me think that if you actually work hard, you can really do things out there. And just, like, the fact that he literally, like, is on the same level as Justin Bieber slash, like, has done things Justin hasn't done. You know what I mean? Like, I just am so proud of him. And he, like, really made a name for himself. And he's continuing to do that. And now, like, he really has sold out arenas. And he's made numerous albums and now he's making his freaking own i'm just so proud of this little lad like wow what a guy i really hope they go back and watch this like whenever they're feeling down yeah and watch their first auditions and see how much they've accomplished yeah um what did i mean by they play oh baby okay <laughs> sometimes i don't know what my notes mean they play justin bieber's baby in the back like when he's like walking into his audition yeah which I thought was funny and also because like this um, was when justin bieber i think was like still with his like swoopy straight hair and like yeah. back like in his like first evolution like you know his first mm-hmm. form so that like i think that's like why a lot of um, the boys got through, sort of, because they were, like, like that was hot in the market, was, like, mm-hmm. um, a 17-year-old, 16-year-old kind of guy, like, yeah, singer. Yeah, that's true, and I think that'll be interesting to talk about on our Patreon, like, how it would be now, them auditioning, because mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> that really was, like, big back then. Yeah. Um, I mean, young male singers is not a new thing, but <laughs> um, it was definitely, like, especially with Justin Bieber, I yeah. felt, like, almost, looking back, it was, like, Britain 
wanted to like have that equivalent or something. Um, <clears throat> but they like put their own spin they on didn't. it. Yeah, they definitely yeah. did. Um, and then I have this quote: "Today is the start of it all." I guess someone said. Wow. That. I guess Niall said when that. <laughs> <laughs> when Niall predicts the future. <laughs> Why don't we say that every day and then eventually it'll come So through. true. I mean, it's a sort of something every day. <laughs> yep. Um, so Niall looks adorable. Oh my gosh. Um, when he walks out on the stage, he's wearing this plaid shirt with a t-shirt underneath and these really baggy <laughs> blue jeans with a belt. And like, I know when we look back on this top, we're like, what the hell were you wearing? But I also know like... When I look back on myself at this period of time, or, like, even just looking back at whatever old pictures of yourself, the fashion is so different, and it's, like, hard to wrap your head around, like, that, like, certain fashion was cool back in the day. Like, I know, like, looking at early 2000s, like, award shows, everyone looks, like, freaking ridiculous, and, like, I look at my clothing that I wore, like, in elementary school, but you have to remember that these styles were more popular, and, like, it looks ridiculous to us. But, like, maybe it looked good back then. I mean, in the honestly, day, this is like... very, like, very 16-year-old boy. Like, I could absolutely see, yeah. like, when I was 16, like, boys wearing this. Just, this is very, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, he looks, he's a little, just a little cherub. And his, and... like, cheeks are rosy and his freaking, like, really bleached blonde hair. Like, he straight up looks like he could be in a Renaissance painting. Not a Renaissance painting, but, like, I don't even know. Uh, what is that? Keeble the Elf? Uh... <laughs> Commercial? I mean, okay, yeah, that's a different one. <laughs> that's what you Different meant. way to go, but yeah, sure. <laughs> um, uh, so he, when he's asked, why are you here, um, by the judges, he says, I'm here to be the best artist I can. Oh. Man, he didn't even know. Um, um, and Louis asked him, Louis Walsh asked him um, if he was like the Irish Justin Bieber and just the like the inflection Nile has. I know. I, I reckon so. I, I reckon <laughs> so, yeah. Um and Katy Perry, which is also weird that like Katy Perry was judging him I know, and like weird. seemed so much older and was like such an established artist at the time. And like now like they're friends and know each yeah. other. Um it's just like weird mind blowing stuff. Um but uh, Katie asked him if this made him popular at school, and again, like, the tone of his voice when he was like, yeah, I suppose Katie. Yeah. yeah like, like, casual, cocky, like, I'm friends with Katie Perry already. Yeah, that's funny. Um, he was just, like, just a cool, casual kid out there on the stage in front of everyone, um, which, good for you for being brave. I know, what the heck, I just feel like he is so, he was like, I feel like he's at home wherever he goes, like, he's just always yeah. so casual, and, like, I wish... I could be that casual in my everyday life. And, like, uh, I mean, I couldn't do that in front of a stage of two people, let alone, like, hundreds of thousands <laughs> of people. So I just feel like Niall's always been, like, this casual just guy who is, yeah, yeah just, like, friends he, with everyone. He, he just seems to just be, like, no problem, no nerves. I mean, I'm sure he has nerves, but, like, it doesn't come across I that know. Way. Um. So then getting to his actual audition... He sang Sick by Neo, um, and I guess we're just going to talk about what we thought of his audition before we get into the judges' reactions mm-hmm. to it. Did you know this song before hearing Niall sing it? No. Or, yeah, I wonder, is Neo, like, um, 
Is that a more British? No, thing? he he was popular back in the day, like here oh, too. Okay, okay. Um, but what did you think of Niall's audition? I thought it was pretty good. I think that like, um, you know, it wasn't like I I don't know what song I would choose for him because it is this is more of like an R and B song, and that's not like what I mm-hmm. see slash like. I don't know, I can't imagine, like, 16-year-old Niall singing R&B. Like, it just, like, doesn't kind of mm-hmm. fit um, with my mental image of him. But, um, I mean, it, like, you know, it. I think it showed, like, the judges what they need to see, which was, like, a seed of talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he he sounded pretty good. It didn't sound like how I feel like Niall sings now, yeah. which is weird. Like, it, I didn't see, um, I mean, all, all, I mean, obviously they're, like, 16 and all the voices, the boys' voices have changed, but I thought it just, like, didn't sound so much like him, but I also thought it sounded good. Yeah, same. Um, like, you could hear that he had a good voice, um, and, again, like, the song choice was interesting, um, because he, he isn't, I feel like he, he isn't, even now, like, very into singing R&B, um, but I... I didn't think it sounded bad. It almost sounded... Like, I don't know how the original song is, but he, like, put his own twist onto it, mm-hmm. almost. Um, so, do you think you would have put him through if he auditioned? Yeah. Um, I think I would have, just because, like, he... Like, he... I mean, he sounded good, and he also, like, was the kind of demographic mm-hmm. that, like, was really popular at the time. So, if, mm-hmm. like, I'm thinking marking strategies, and, like, also he's very likable and just funny, so I definitely would have put him through, like, no doubt. Yeah, it's weird, because now watching The X Factor, like, the people that get through, like, have, like, such strong voices. Yeah. And, um, also, it's usually not, like, this young, young age. Like, usually it's, like, the 20-year-olds that are, like, the most popular, um... So, I, it's really strange how to to see how, like, what's going on in, like, the music industry affects who gets mm-hmm. on X Factor. Um, but the judges' reaction um, were really cool. And I've sort of, like, put this out. Like, I wrote what everyone said, but we don't have to go through what everyone said. Um, but it seemed like... Um, well, f- let's talk about a little bit, because... Katy Perry said, and this is, like, kind of an important storyline in the making of One Direction. Katy Perry said, "Um, I think you're adorable and you have charisma. I just think that maybe you should work on it. You're only 16. And Simon said, I think you came unprepared. I think you came with the wrong song. You're not as good as you thought you were. That's so mean to say (laughs) to a 16-year-old. I still like you. Literally so mean. Like, actually horrible. Niall's little face when he was, like, listening to that. I was just like, oh my god, baby, you're gonna make it so big. Don't you worry. I just... Don't you let this mean Simon. I know that he, like, wanted to, like, take him down a peg, but I honestly also think that Simon should have recognized that, like, that sort of attitude probably Mm -hmm. is sort of, like, to um, hide his nerves, and I'm sure that he Mm -hmm. doesn't think he's actually, like, the most amazing thing that's ever, like, crossed the stage. I just, like, I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't, like, know in what world you would say it to a 16 year old um but okay simon (laughs) i know just like man you're not as good as you think you are i would i would have been crying on the stage i would have i would have been blacked out on the ground crying (laughs) (laughs) um cheryl said some nice things saying that niall had charm um but the song was too big for him um and louis walsh thought he had something and that people would like him because he's likable um and not Simon ended up saying yes, um, and Niall was very excited about that. Like seeing their reactions, like the fist pumps, it was just like so cute. Yeah. Um, 
Cheryl ended up saying no, um, and he looked all sad. Um, I wonder then, if Niall and Cheryl ever talk about that. <laughs> like, I know, <laughs> so strange because like now they know each other as adults. Yeah. Um, which is just, and that'll be even weirder when we talk about Liam's audition. Oh too. yeah. <laughs> um, and Louis Walsh said yes, um, but then it was down to Katy Perry, and like the fate of Niall. I know. Horan, Rested on Katie's shoulders here because she could either send him through by saying yes or have him, like, go and try out again and, like, get practice and get better, um, and by saying no. And, man, I just, I mean, she said, she said, um, uh, uh, where is it? She doesn't know and that she agreed with Cheryl that he needs more experience and likableness likableness does not sell records um but she said he had a seed of talent and ended up letting her him go through um but i just can you even imagine kara if this didn't happen i'm thinking like an alternative uh, like alternate realities i was like thinking about this like alternate (laughs) realities like where one direction didn't happen slash if there was different members of one direction slash they probably wouldn't Mm -hmm. be like as big as they were just like i don't know i just like can't even fathom it which is just so like extra of me to say just so over dramatic but like I don't know I just like imagine not having Niall in the band it just wouldn't work no. like I'm trying to think like all the things that it could have changed and like what could have happened yeah like we might not be here like One Direction might not be that big like all these things it was very much like you needed all the boys to make it all happen. the working parts yep um, so, any last thoughts about Niall's audition? I just thought it was really cute, and I'm glad Katy Perry said yes. I know. And now they're friends, and so that good. is just strange. And I don't like to think about if he hadn't gone in. There's just so much up to chance in these things, Ugh. and it's beautiful that it came together the way it did. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're gonna go to Zane, um, who was you know, part of One Direction at one point. Crazy. So, um, I know, now it's been, like, three years. Jesus, are you serious? No, four, two years. Yeah, I was gonna say. (laughs) Um, math is difficult. That's true. Um, um, so, Zayn auditioned in Manchester when he was 17, and the judging panel was Simon, Louis Walsh, and Nicole Scherzinger, um, and he didn't have as long of an um, audition, so we're just going to jump right into his outfit that he wore. He has this fun, like, sweatshirt blazer situation going on, um, a t-shirt, and again, some baggy jeans, and his hair is up in, like, a faux hawk um, <laughs> style. Um, what do you think of this look, Kara? He looks like such a baby. Like, I just, Mm -hmm. he literally looks like an infant child. Um, it's crazy that he's 17 because he looks like he could be, like, 14. Um, I just can't believe his little faux hawk. Like, that's so cute. (laughs) I think if back in the day, like, how old were we? Like, 15, 16? Yeah. Somewhere around there. I would have thought he was pretty cute. Oh, for sure. On stage there. He's got looks. You can already tell. And then he, like, bloomed into the god he is. <laughs> um, so, he sings Mario's Let Me Love You. Again, a song that I don't really know that well. Um, did you know this song before? Um, I don't know. I'm, I know a song that's called Let Me Love You, but I don't know if it's the same one. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, I guess maybe it was popular at the time. Um, or always, I never know what it's like popular in Britain versus the U.S. Um, but what did you think of his audition? I think it was weird because, like, it's the kind of uh, song that I would expect from him, but I just, like, feel like mm-hmm. knowing that he's such a great singer and, like, started off as a great singer and, like, was one of, like, I don't know, I'm just I'm thinking of, like, Up All Night, he already had, like, a very big talent um, and, like, just, like... I don't know, vocally strong. Um, I think it must have been nerves. I think that, like, kind of got to him, but I'm glad the judges, like, kind of saw through that and, like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because it was kind of, like, a mediocre audition and I don't know, because, like, he has a great voice and I don't think it really showcased that. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he sounded terrible. No, for I sure not. He was, he was pretty good, but obviously, like, we know the range that Zane can yeah. do. Um, and we didn't get to see that necessarily. And I also know that they, um, like, don't do the full auditions, Mm -hmm. like, that they make it seem as though they only sang for, like, ten seconds, but, like, really they've cut out, like, a middle portion, um, or even, like, they had another song that they sang, Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't, doesn't make it into the show. And also at boot camp, there was other times the boys sang that we never got that footage, and it was, like, solo stuff, which is just really rude, in my opinion. (laughs) Um... (laughs) But I thought Zane did an okay job. Um, do you think he was good enough to get through? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, me too. And and like you said, I think the song choice was good for him, but I feel like he could have just done so much more with it. Like, now you expect them to go on and, like, be super artistic and, like, do their own thing with songs, like, for people auditioning for X Factor. But they needed to um, start somewhere, you know, that's what I keep on thinking. And it just, like, yeah. yeah. And you also have to say, like, some of the people auditioning are, like, 25 versus, like, a 16-year-old kid who, like, hasn't, like, had voice lessons or all these different things where, um, they just need that, that push and that support and then they can go places. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the judging was pretty quick. Louis said yes, Nicole said yes, and Simon said, Zane, I'm gonna say yes. (laughs) But he said it, like, Zane, said, said it weird. I don't know what, if he knew how to say his voice. Um, but then Zane was all just being humble and nodding and saying thank you. And that's pretty much all we got from mm-hmm. Zane's audition. Um, do you have any extra thoughts on it? Not really. It was pretty, like, cut and dry. Yeah. How do you think he's changed? I forgot to say this for Niall, but um, I guess for both of them, how do you think their voices have changed since then? I mean, I feel like he's definitely, like, coming to his own and, like, he has more confidence in, like... Um, changing it up and, like, doing riffs and runs and Mm -hmm. stuff. And, like, I mean, he's always had a really strong voice. It's, like, crazy to, like, look back on it and just, like, he just, like, makes it look effortless. Um, Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, I just think that, like, he's come a long way and it's just awesome. Yeah, it's definitely, like, a confidence in, like, knowing what is good for your voice and knowing what you want to sing. And I think that shines through in his solo album. Yeah. Like, he's able to sing for things that make his voice sound good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, moving on to Louie. Louie had a look going oh, on. <laughs> um, he auditioned when he was 18, so he's the oldest boy to audition. Um, and he also saw Simon, Louie Walsh, and Nicole Scherzinger as judges. Um, and the interesting thing is, and, like, this is on the One Direction Wikipedia, and I've also heard it said before, that Louie actually auditioned for the X Factor... Um, I think two times before he made it onto the show, um, and he auditioned to, like, 
usually before you go on to like the judging auditions you audition for other people beforehand that's not filmed yeah. so like the producers um and he didn't make it past those rounds but this year he did make it past the rounds um oops someone's calling me um but he did make it past and so like that's those two early auditions never talked about especially given that Liam was on the show before um so that sort of like gets um gets more hype. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly. Hype. Um, and also with Louis' performance and his mom confirmed this on Twitter that he sang another song, um, but that footage wasn't shown, um, which I think would be really helpful in understanding Louis' audition. I know. His so, backstory, his origin story, if you will. Exactly. Um, I need all that to get a well-rounded, like, understanding of One Direction. I need all the information. I know, exactly. So send us, send us the footage, X Factor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, so this look that he has going on here, Mm -hmm. he's got this really swoopy Justin Bieber bowl cut. Wowie. Like, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. And he dressed up for the part, unlike Niall or Zayn, who, like, were in, like, casual, you know, outfits. Niall had, like, this half-tucked, his, like, his, what's it called, um, shirt thing was half-tucked into his pants and half-not. But Louis looks pretty, um, suave with his tight, his jeans are pretty tight. They're, like, very low-rise, too, and I'm just, like, I'm intrigued. (laughs) Like, what's Um, going on? And he's got, (laughs) he's got a button-down blue shirt and a tie and if my dad saw that tie he'd be like no it's at the wrong height like it needs to be lower um and then a sweater cardigan thing um but he looks his his outfit is is you know fancy um (laughs) what do you think of this look here it's cute it really looks like he just like i just imagine like 18 year old louis which like seems like i feel like at the time when i was getting into them i was like oh wow 18 but now that's so freaking young um, no. Like, I, my brother is 19 now, so, like, he was younger than my brother, um, which is crazy, because my brother is, like, an infant. Um, but um, he looks like he's going to be, like, a substitute teacher, or, like, like I don't even know. He looks like <laughs> yes. he's, like, going to interview for, like, a library internship or something. <laughs> I don't even know. It's just so cute. His little cardigan. Are you is. kidding me? Wow. Oh. Louis and your hair. I mean, just like it defies is... physics. How is it staying like that? I don't know. How can this he was, see? Like, such the look at the time. This was literally <laughs> like, the look. It looks like they took the head off of like um, a Lego guy and like, You're stuck it on. So Louis right. <laughs> That's what this look is. Um, but when he performed, he sang "Hey There, Delilah" by the Plain White Tees, which I do know that is one of the best songs I feel like has ever been. Made. Um, that's um, a huge statement. <laughs> do you not like that? I mean, song? I like it, but I think that it's also very mediocre. <laughs> but like, okay, do not tarnish my love for "Hey There, Delilah" okay. with your bad opinions. Okay, <laughs> we are very partial on the show. <laughs> Um, I love that song, man. Um, and I know Louis apologized for his performance for the plain, for the plain white tees. Like, now after the fact, he's like, I'm sorry I did them a disservice. Straight up the funniest part in the, like, This Is Us when he was, like, when Louis was talking about his, um, audition. So good. Oh, yes. Um, so he sang this song. He looked really cute up there. 
Um, what did you think of his audition and his song choice and his vocals? I think that, like, um, it was not, like, a strong choice. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just, like, didn't really come through at all. And um, I'm sure he was really nervous. And, like, I could never do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't sing. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt because I know nothing about anything. Um, but I don't know. It's, like, crazy to me that, like, low key, it's low-key interesting that they put him through I think that maybe they saw his like marketing ability slot or marketability slash mm-hmm. I'm sure the other song must have like I they had to see something because like I don't know like the yeah. clip that they showed I was like what the heck like I feel like it'd be one of the ones that like they wouldn't put through but I think that like because he was a young boy also that's a creepy way to say it but like because he was like an 18 year old kid who was like attractive mm-hmm. you know like cute they would put him through like I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of times that's if you're like a like a like a cute boy, you're gonna get through. Like I just think that's kind of the deal. Yeah, and like I really I have high hopes for that other song that we didn't get to hear. And like honestly, when we hear the audition for Louis, especially, you get like five seconds. Yes, of him yeah, literally like two words. <laughs> like that's about it. So we judge like so much of his audition on such a small part of it, most likely. Yeah. So I would like to hear the full thing again um but I do I I like his song choice like I love that song I think like I feel like that song's good for Louie um I love to hear him sing it nowadays yeah. and see how that is um actually all the boys should mm-hmm. be singing their songs um <laughs> I'd love to hear Niall doing R&B now <laughs> stick that oh. cover on his album um but I like the song, but I feel like he was probably nervous. We didn't get to hear the whole thing. So it's not like I'm like, wow, you can really hear his vo- vocals. Like, I would send him straight through. Um, it's definitely like, well, that was, that was okay. That was okay. <laughs> um, you know, he's got the look. Maybe he sang some other things that sounded good. Um, but, like, thank God he did go through because yeah. he bloomed into a beautiful singer. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this was really short, so we just had, um, Louis saying, Louis, I'm gonna say yes, and Nicole saying, I'm saying yes, um, and, and Louis was all, thank you so much, which was so cute, um, I love how appreciative they all are, especially, like, thinking, oh, Louis didn't make it two other times, and now he's made it, like, this is a dream come true, um, and then Simon says, you've got three yeses. So, Louis got three yeses from the judges, um, and, like, the thing is, like, we said Niles, we, Niall didn't even get all, all yeses, um, and, like, Niles sounded, I'd say, like, better vocally yeah. than Louis did, given what we saw, um, but, like, Louis just got automatically three yeses, so it feels like there's, like, a disconnect in what we see versus, like, what the judges saw. And also, like, um, um it, I feel like it depends, like, how, um, early on they, like, mm-hmm. uh, the auditions happen because I feel like judges are quite liberal like during like the first uh, part of the auditions and then like later Mm -hmm. on they have to be like more selective of who they choose what happened first the the where did Dublin versus oh I have no idea I have no idea Manchester I don't know I put them just in a random order um and then Louis's voice like when he says thank you so much like his accent was just Aww. really really cute and you should honestly go back and watch this just for that cute little thinking accent thing going on. Um any last thoughts or how has how has Louis changed since this audition? 
Um, I mean, I, I think they've all gotten more confident. I'm just going to keep saying that because, mm-hmm. like, I don't I don't know. They've just they've changed a lot. Like, all his fashion sense. Like, he would never be caught dead <laughs> wearing this kind of preppy outfit now. Um, and his hair has gotten a lot better. Um, so, yeah. Um, and also his voice. Like, I feel like he has really grown into that, like, knowing how to use his raspy, yeah. like, um crunchy fall sounding voice really well um and like picking the songs that work and i do think hey there there delilah could work for it um but i i just it'll be cool to see how he chooses his songs for solo artists like we've seen it with just hold on but like and and like in in the parts he sings in one direction songs Mm -hmm. like you know no control he has the solo on the chorus on and like it just fits his voice really really well so um, I feel like that's just a skill you develop as you hear yourself and as you practice singing and, like, finding out what fits your voice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Moving on to Liam. Liam um, auditioned twice, and the first time he auditioned in 2014, um, he made it all the way to judges' houses. Um, and when he was 14 years old, no, that doesn't make sense. If he'd auditioned in in 2014 and he was 14, meaning no, he dude, was he born. was definitely not for 2014. One Direction was a thing in 2014. <laughs> uh, why, why am I saying this? When did he audition? 2008, I think it was. Yeah, must have. Um, when he was 14, I guess because the 14, yeah. I ended up writing 14. <laughs> I'm going like this doesn't make yeah. sense. I wouldn't have noticed if you hadn't said something. I'm like 2004. I was about to say 2014 doesn't really seem like a long time ago. <laughs> Um, yeah, Caitlin, good job. Um, so yeah, he auditioned when he was 14, I think it was in 2008, um, and he all, got all the way to judges' houses, which is, like, a series of rounds, like, he made it past a lot of rounds, but then he got turned away, and Simon said, like, to come back when he was ready and re-audition again, um, that he just, like, wasn't strong enough to make it that year, um, and I love how when, like, Dermot, who's the host, like, sees... Liam, he's like, no need to tell me who you are. Like, how are you doing? Like, as if they, like, remember all the people who I know in the past and, like, know all their names. <laughs> like, I don't know my professor's names and I have them, like, literally. Um, so, I, I love, I just... I, yeah, I, I think that's really funny. Like, you know, there's, like, some intern going, okay, this is Liam Payne, like, yeah. he auditioned, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> um, but, um, I, I love when I try to read my notes at the same time I was talking. <laughs> um, um, what am I saying here? I love, I know what's, what it's like to, oh, Liam was saying, I need to do a better job at annotating my notes. <laughs> Um, Liam was saying that he knows what it's like to be thrown out and he doesn't want to have that feeling again. So he just wants to get through with the auditions. Um, so that is just bless his little heart. Um, did we have any footage of that original audition he did in 2008? I don't think so, which is weird because if you got judges houses, you'd think that there would be. Yeah, at least something like a small tidbit of it. Um, I know judges houses this year, um, you get to know all the people. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Oh, yeah, there is his audition, his audition. Oh, his yeah. Audition. Yeah, you're right, actually. I definitely have seen yeah. that. Um we'll have to talk about that one at some point. Um but yeah, so 
He auditioned when he was 16 the second time around in 2010. Um, and it was Simon, Louis Walsh, Cheryl Cole, and Natalie Imbruglia, uh, who were the judges. Um, Whose song and... is Torn, which is funny because they sang that later on. Oh, that's who it yeah. is. I, uh, before I figured out her name, I was just writing, and some other lady. <laughs> I didn't realize it was her song. Interesting. Um, so, okay, the fact that Cheryl is on the judging panel, and now that his is his current girlfriend in real life, just how weird is that? Like, that, I just can't imagine, like, going back. I really hope they've gone back and watched his audition together and, like, sat down and been like, this is weird. That is really crazy. I mean, like, the media has made it really, I mean, it is kind of a weird thing, but the <laughs> media, like, played it in a really weird way, too, because Liam in here is 16, so, like, mm-hmm. don't try to, like, talk about them in a romantic way, like, at this time. Like, it just, like, feels... No. It's just, like, one, illegal, creepy, and yeah. predatory, and just, like, the way that they talk about it is really creepy, and I just, uh, I don't know. Like, it, obviously, it's fine now, because they're both, like, adults. Adults. But it's, like, <laughs> I just don't go back and, like, romanticize this, because if they had a relationship then, it w- literally would be illegal and wrong, so... Yes. Yes. Um, and I'm, I just think it's just weird because, you know, just for like the, wow, they end up together. That's That strange. is so random and weird. Yeah. Just, oh my gosh. Oddness. Um, but that's cool. Like, wow, I can look back and we, I knew you when you were 16 and like, I helped you get to where you were. Like, that's just really Imagine cool. telling 16 year old Liam that like he would date Cheryl, like Cole. That is so strange. He was probably just, like, walking out there, like, oh, my God, these are, like, four judges who are so famous. And beautiful. And just... And beautiful. And, like, these older women or whatever. And, like, little did you know, Liam, that that person right there, you're going to be in a relationship with. Like, strange. Um, Let's talk about Liam's look. Uh, He is wearing a white t-shirt, some baggy blue jeans, a belt. I love how all the boys have belts on. That was really popular. Um, and these, like, army... Or not army... Combat like, boots. What is... Uh, combat boots. Um, with, like, the jeans, like, kind of tucked into like, them. Low like, low-key, though. Out. But he's also... Like, they're not skinny jeans. They're, like, boot-cut <laughs> jeans. <laughs> what do you think of this? And also, he has, like, that sweepy Justin Bieber kind of, like, Lego head look hair going it's on. It's not... I don't think it's as bad as um, Louis, though. It's definitely more, like, it has more, like personality to it it. yeah (laughs) like more going on um I think he looks so freaking cute like I I definitely like when I was watching this as like a 17 year old was like oh my god he's so cute like I think Mm -hmm. that like out of all the boys like he was like I don't even know the most um put together slash like not as embarrassing you know what I mean like all the other Mm -hmm. like not in a bad way but just like kind of like this is like oh just like an average look but also the fact that he's literally tucking um boot cut jeans into combat boots is so funny and cute but um his little like v-neck white t-shirt wow what a cute look i love and like his straight hair is so cute but i also love his curly hair you know so i know oh he needs to grow out his curly hair i know i always forget that he has curly hair because he strained it so much and then like yeah i don't know we only got a few and then it's always short yeah um 
I love how Liam, too, when he walks out, he's, like, all buddy-buddy with Simon. Like, oh, you're all right there, Simon? Like, and as if, like, he knows him so well. I'm sure Simon remembers him. And, like, I guess Liam does make it to, like, judges' houses, so you're gonna remember him more than you would remember someone who, like, auditions once. Um, but I thought that was cute. He seems, like, really comfortable when he walks out. Like, he, like, knows us. I've been here before. When probably, like, in his head, he's, like, really nervous. Yeah. Um, he sang Crimea River by Arthur Hamilton. Did you know this song at all, or do you just know it from... Yeah, I don't think I knew it before. Yeah, I always got this confused with, doesn't Justin Timberlake have the song called mm -hmm, Yeah, that's who I thought. Like, every single time I watch this, I think he's gonna (laughs) sing Justin Timberlake, because I feel like that would work well with his song, I mean, with his voice, too. Yeah. Um, and I get them really confused, but Arthur Hamilton, um, and I love at the beginning the way that the editors have edited it. It's like super suspenseful like, I know. before <laughs> Liam starts singing. Like there's like this spy music going on and like, um, there's eye shifting and it's as if there's like a super long pause, like between when like the judges last said something and then Liam starts singing. But like they definitely extended that out because, um, to make it dramatic, um, it reminded me very much of how that edit for, um, uh, Voldemort hugging Draco oh got edited, where <laughs> Draco, like, walks over to Voldemort and gives him a hug, and, um, Voldemort's like, well done, Why Draco. did they do that? I still, to this day, like, what was going through the- I don't Truly, know. that was actually, like, I remember first seeing that, and, like, everyone was, like, shocked, gobsmacked, just, like, <laughs> appalled, and, like, it was the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my life, and that's saying something, truly. But, like, thank God they did do it, because the edit that has come out of that scene has given me life every single it time I watch so it. It is so funny to this day. Like, if you haven't watched that, guys, right now, like, pause the podcast, unless you're driving, pause the podcast and go look up, like, well done Draco extended version. Oh, God. It is beautiful. Like, when they literally make it even longer, the awkward pause. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. have to go watch that. That's my favorite. Gets me every time. <laughs> Um, but then, bam, Lu- uh, Liam opens his mouth. He, like, opens his mouth so I know. he looks like he should be in a honeycomb commercial. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> you don't know the honeycomb commercials? No. Those were, like, the cereal honeycomb. You used to have commercials where, like, they'd, um, almost like the Snapchat filter that makes your mouth, like, super big. Oh. Um, like, they have it so the kids' mouths were so wide and, like eating honeycomb that's weird. and that's what it reminds me of okay you need to look up all oh of god these okay <laughs> um so and then he opens his mouth and like people start cheering and screaming as he sings um he had some nice like hand waving as he performed <laughs> like moving around the stage um you know working the audience and he did seem really confident yeah and yeah and the audience his was voice it. yeah the audience loved it his voice sounded really strong mm-hmm. um like you could definitely tell that like Liam had I don't know been there before or like had practice yeah. with this type of thing in front before. of crowds like, and stuff in front of crowds yeah and um I thought his voice sounded really strong um and it and it goes to show you how like he ended up doing a lot of the like um choruses as the boys were put into the band during X Factor like he took on a lot of like the major singing roles um, and he does come off really strong right off the bat and, like, seems to know what he's doing. So that makes sense. Um, what did you think of his audition? I think that, like, 
it was really good. I think out of everyone, of all of the boys, I think his was the strongest. Um, and it definitely, like, I think showed that he's, one, been there before, gotten through, and also, um, like, I know he's done, he did, like, um, like shows in front of crowds and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think that also, like, the um, audience freaking loved him and cheered him on so loudly. And I think that, like, he'd, like yeah. you could viscerally see him getting more confident as people were cheering him on. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like that just, like, to get that kind of instant gratification is probably, like, really... Um, like a good confidence boost and like I just like I don't know he, I think he did really well like you know walking across stage and he was just like strutting his stuff like I was like okay Liam like you know come through like I just feel like he I, I feel like all the other boys kind of just like stood in one spot and was just like kind of mm-hmm. I don't know but I'm you know <laughs> it seemed like he had that mindset of like I'm gonna go out and there and it. give this yeah. my all mm-hmm. like I don't care like sometimes it. you just get to the point where you're like I don't care like what people think of me like I'm just gonna mm-hmm. do my gosh darn hardest Um, And he really did do that. And I thought his song choice was really good as well. Like, that song let him do those really big notes, which is often, like, super impressive and what they want to see on the show. Like, especially in a first audition, showing, like, you can do these big big notes, but, like, also control your voice. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought that was good for him. Mm -hmm. Um, So would you have put him through? Oh, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. Um, and Simon actually gave him a standing ovation, um, and so did Natalie. See here, I didn't edit out the fact that her name was Natalie, and I have, as does the other lady. God! (laughs) Um, but he got a standing ovation from Simon, which later on, um, in one of the interviews behind the scenes, he said, like, that was one of his proudest moments, um, and, like, he couldn't stop smiling and his face hurt because, like, Simon stood up for him. Um, and Simon doesn't stand up for everyone, um, so that really meant something, especially because Simon was the one who told him at judges' houses that he wasn't ready to go through, and, like, come two years later, here Liam is auditioning again and doing so well. But also I love that, like, Simon congratulated himself. He was like, you know, I knew he wasn't ready to come through, and I told him, come back in two years' time, and I was right, and I'm like, okay, Simon, like, why can't you say he did a good job instead of, like, I was right, yeah. like, classic, yep. like, businessman. Always gotta pat himself. Yeah. Um... Cheryl said, you've definitely got it. Whatever it is, you've got it. Um, And I also thought your voice was really powerful. I'm so glad, just, like, thinking of them being together now, that she she thought he was good back in the day. (laughs) It wasn't, like, where... Who was it? Louis? Cheryl said Louis wasn't? No, it was, uh, Niall wasn't ready? I think so, yeah. Um, so, it's nice that she only had good things for him. Mm -hmm. Just good things to say about him. Um, and Louis, um, not Louis Tomlinson, but Louis Walsh was saying, he, like, turned to Simon and was like, this is the guy you didn't put through. Oh. Um, and then that's when Simon, like, was like, I was right. He needed two time, like, two years to, like, come back or whatever. Um, and he got all yeses. And Simon said, based on talent, absolutely incredible. One massive, fat, almighty Yes. Um, which was nice. So Liam sort of soared through that audition. I'm really glad that um, Simon told him to come, like, two years later. I mean, not only just because, Mm -hmm. like, so One Direction could be formed, um, but also so that he could, like, finish up at least school to, like, being 16. I I feel like that's definitely really important. I know. That gets me, like, so weird thinking about how... I mean, Louis left when he was 18. Yeah. um, But, like, the rest of the boys were 16 slash 17, so, like around, like, I don't know how the school system works in England, but, like, around 10th or 11th grade, um, and I find that just so strange, because yeah. that, I Those don't are know, formative so years. Weird, like, 
they really are and then they didn't do anything else after that like they literally went to their audition and stopped doing school Uh, like could you imagine just being like you're done with school now (laughs) like this is like not even realizing that you're like i guess in your head probably too you're not really thinking like i'm never going back really yeah yeah like, you don't really think it's going to... It's almost like a pipe dream. Yeah. Like, that's not actually going to happen that I'm going to go through and win and become successful. So, like, just like, oh, done with school forever. Yeah. Um, unless they go back. I know Zane has talked about wanting to go back to university, which I fully support. So, um, we should have, like, a 1D university. That would be beautiful. Just, just 1D fans. Zane could be a professor. Or just, like, One Direction, just go to school. <laughs> <laughs> or that that's too. just the one d university i forced them all to go to school together yeah yes oh my god together yes this is why like alternate universes where they do go to university and fic is just the best time mm-hmm. ever um and louis walsh said that liam was like a little justin bieber um which i thought was true um how how do you think has liam changed since this audition i mean i think he's like kind of gotten more jaggedy edges if you will I feel like he was just like so smooth and like just like Mm -hmm. adorable but now he's like kind of has an edge to him a little bit um but he was just so cute back then and but he he you know I had such a strong voice even from the get-go and like Mm -hmm. you know like that's just crazy to have someone 16 years old already like have that big of a voice yeah and have that confidence Mm -hmm. and like stage presence like he really brought it and I think he like just went up from there like you know, he started strong and just got stronger and, like, fell into his own. And, like, would he sing that song now on a solo album? Uh, Probably not. yeah. I wish he did, though, because it really suits him. Yeah, it does. Like, we don't get to hear Liam's, like, big notes voice as much. I feel like the in One Direction, like, Zayn did a lot of big notes, and Harry, I feel like, was the other person who did some big Mm -hmm. notes. Like, I'm thinking, like, Drag Me Down. But Liam didn't have too many, like, stand there and sing a big note type of Parts. Plus, like, on an album, you don't necessarily have that versus the live shows, but One Direction, as a band, didn't really change up the way they sung their live shows compared to how, how it was sung on the album, mm-hmm. like some artists mm-hmm. do. So, like, maybe we'll get that in his solo stuff, um, but I also feel like his song choice would be different now, so. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and finally, we move on to our little Cherub Harold who had a pretty long segment um, on. I think his was probably the longest out of all the boys. I mean, Liam's was pretty long, too. Um, But it started all the way off with him waiting in line with his mom and sister and stepdad and some cousins and aunts and all that. Um, And they were all wearing these really cute matching shirts that said, We think Harry has the Oh, so cute. What the heck? (laughs) I know. And you just know when you watch, like, um, auditions like this, people who have those shirts on, and you're always like, well, they probably won't make it, or, like, yeah. whatever. But Harry freaking did make it. Um, so, like, he was way back in line talking to um, Dermot, um, the host of the show, and he was saying, I'm in a band, White Eskimo. <laughs> Um, oh, this isn't a quote, I don't think. I think I just took notes here. (laughs) Um, they entered a battle of the bands, and they ended up winning, um, and that really made him, like, understand that he wanted to perform in front of people. He said, I got such a thrill when I was in front of people, it made me want to do it more and more, um... And apparently Anne, his mom, was usually the one who told him he was a good singer. 
Um, but he okay. said, singing is what I want to do, and if people who can make that happen don't think that I should be doing that, then that's a major setback in my plans. And he looked very, like, he was just, like, kind of joking the whole way through. And it just, like, makes it very clear, like, why he was given such a big segment, even before mm-hmm. they knew he was going to be, like, huge. Um, And even, like, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, he just has, like, a magnetic pull to him, and he's very, like, charismatic. Even at 16 years old, he's very just, like goofy and like cheeky and just like very just like magnetic Mm-hmm. and I, I wonder how they like know who to pick in the line to get those early auditions because you'd think that they don't just like randomly go up to yeah, someone and out of like know. the 10,000 people that showed up Harry happened to be one I'm thinking this was probably after like those first auditions yeah, yeah and he was like one to watch yeah, and they were like, okay, this kid is good. Like, make sure you go um, talk to mm-hmm. him. Um, I'd love to know what the behind the scenes of, like, sh- sh- reality shows like this, reality competition, mm-hmm. like, singing shows. Um, um, but then it comes to his audition, and his family's all pulling him in for a kiss. And, like, Harry's making funny yeah. faces. I really I really like that. It's we're, like, so um, cute. And, and then, like, a cousin or whatever. I'll want to give Harry a kiss. It just shows you, like the family support and like how close he is to his Mm -hmm. family um so he auditioned when he was 16 in front of simon louis and nicole um and honestly he just looks so precious i don't know what you were talking about before with liam looking the most put together because harry's look he's got a scarf going on a cardigan um a a shirt he is wearing a shirt i can confirm he's wearing like baggy brown pants Yes, baggy loose down pants, but like his hair is this like curly cute mess on the top of his head and it I wanna is, like live man, in it. I just wanna like kinda like bounce around like and eat it like cotton candy. It it does remind you of that. Like he just and his dimples and smiles. I tried to ch- p- like choose this one <laughs> picture I have here. Patreons can see it on our Google Doc. Um of him smiling and, like, holding his, like, laugh in or something, or his smile in, and his dimples are showing. He just, like, looks like, I don't know, just all good things in the world so true. right now. And this scarf, like, this Who scarf Who got that scarf for him? I just want to know, like, do we ever get any details on this scarf? Where, Like, where did it come from? Where did it go? Um, <laughs> where did it come Kanai from? Joe. Um, but, like, I just, like... I just, did his mom get it for him? Did his sister, like, put his outfit together? Like, I just want to know all the details. <laughs> and this scarf is just such a look. And just, like, all the bracelets that he's wearing, like. Uh-huh. And also, he's wearing, like, basically the exact same cardigan that Louis was wearing. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they, like, swapped Yeah, that would be cute. Um, I, I'm trying to, do you think this, this scarf was ever one of the ones he wore as a headband? Oh, wow. The character development of the scarf. I don't know. It could be though, (laughs) but I feel like that is kind of a long scarf, but maybe he cut it. I don't know. Yeah. I hope he still has it. That's like a relic. That should be in like a museum. When the Harry Styles like museum comes to fruition, Mm -hmm. when we open it, weren't we going to open like a One Direction Oh yeah, for sure. I'm down. We've talked about that. Yeah, it could be in our house Uh, one day. <laughs> um, this needs to be in there, so we need to make sure that mm-hmm. didn't get thrown out. Um, uh, then the classic line happens when Simon asks Harry to tell him about himself, and Harry says, "I work in a bakery," and that pretty much set off, um, you know, all of these bakery 
both in like fic Harry being a baker and like all the memes and like jokes people make about also Harry, he's like definitely talked um, about it so many times baker. it wasn't just that once like he really loves <laughs> no to... but this started it oh off. yes this, this it started it all as Niall said exactly um and I I I think then Simon asked about his um uh, schooling and what he's gonna do. Again, the British schooling system doesn't make a whole bunch of sense to me. <laughs> um, but Harry had finished his GCSEs and then he was going into get his A-levels in college. College not like university. College is something different in the UK. It's like high school to us. Um, and he said he was gonna study law, sociology, business, and something else. Um, and Simon looked pretty impressed by that. And my question is, could you picture Harry studying these and, like, who would he have been wow. if he, like, went to school and did this instead? I mean, like, I can't imagine any of this. And I just, like, it's so weird because I'm, like, because th- I always think of Harry as, like, this, like, enigmatic, like, creative, artistic figure. But, like, it mm-hmm. didn't, like, it didn't seem, I mean, I guess I think he was, like, kind of person who, like, didn't really love school that much. Um, which is interesting because now he, like, I feel like goes out of his way to, like, read and I don't know self-educate I'm absolutely putting uh what's it called voice crack but I'm absolutely like kind of like pinning my own hopes on him but I know he reads a lot and like he he loves poetry and stuff um he talked about that in another man um uh and I feel like this is like not something I would expect for him like if I was gonna put him in an alternate universe where he did go through school like this isn't what I would have chosen having known who Mm -hmm. he becomes Um, Mm -hmm. so, I mean, I would love to see him in sociology, though. I feel like that's important courses to take, so I wish he had taken those, but, you know. Um, business and law is so weird. (laughs) I just, like, so wild to me. I just, like, can't, like, wrap my mind around it. It's strange. I mean, I feel like, I know Gemma's talked about him in school, like, doing really well, like, getting good getting good grades or like not as well as her but getting like pretty good grades and like more so being like super personal and everyone really liked him um I think it's like so strange to think about if he took these classes and like who he would have become and it's weird how much experience shapes who you are and like what you're interested in um and like what you even just know about um like I know sometimes I'll take a class and I'll be like oh my god this is like brand new information I want to do this with my life and like if I hadn't taken that class then like that might affect just simply like learning new information might affect like what you're like who you are and what you think is important and what you want to do so it's like strange would harry be harry um if he didn't like go on with music yeah, that's wild who knows um um and then he auditions with isn't she lovely by stevie wonder um, and Anne just looks so proud. I like all the mothers too. I noticed this with Liam. Like Liam's mom was like, I know, I love Liam's him. mom. Um, it's just like so adorable to see the moms and like the families backstage. They always like get those shots of them tearing up. Um, and uh, Harry does a little bow at the end of his performance, <laughs> and his dimples <laughs> are out. <laughs> um, and he's just a he's a real charmer really right is. off the bat. Uh, what did you think of this audition and song choice and vocal care? I mean, I'm a Stevie Wonder stan, so I loved it. Um, <laughs> um, I thought it was really cute, and I thought it was really good. Um, and I thought his, like, it was just, like, it's so interesting, because I think he, like, White Eskimo was, like, more of, like, a 
quote-unquote rock band so it's very mm-hmm. interesting that he chose this song but I think it was like a perfect like song to do acapella and it like really showed off his vocals um and you know it's not he didn't have like a huge voice like Liam but it was like it was still like polished and good mm-hmm. yeah I really thought his voice sounded so like rich already yeah. like it just felt very full and and strong and something that like could like go places yeah um I thought his audition was really good, and I do love that he chose the Stevie Wonder song. Like, and it shows you right off the bat, too, that he, um, out of all the boys, he picked, like, an old song, and none of the other boys did, and he definitely has, like, based on what we've seen from his, like, mixtape and Another Man, just, like, what he talks about, he really is into, like, old music and old influences, um, and he picked the Stevie Wonder song. Uh, which was really, really good, and I thought it fit his voice well and did give him the chance to show that off. And again, it like gives me hope for his solo music that we'll see from Harry too. That like he'll go back to older stuff if like at sixteen he was also doing that. Um, what did the judges say? Oh, would you have put him through? Kara? Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I really think like. Him and Liam had really strong yeah. vo- vocals in their auditions. Um, so they definitely... I mean, all the boys deserve to go through, but those two especially had really good mm-hmm. vocals. Um, Nicole said... She agreed with you and said that she liked that you could hear the acapella because he had such a good voice. Um, and then, like, this, ca- the camera pants to this one audience member, <laughs> and, like, you can't really capture it in a picture, but the facial expression of, like, awe and, like, like, oh my god, this kid is so cute, and, like, what is even going on here? I need it as a gift, because, like, the way she was just, like, <laughs> she gets it. clapping, I was like, yeah, I was like, same. I wonder if she's still a One Direction fan. She should be. Let's have her on the yes. show. Lady, if that's you listening, hit us up. Um, Louis Walsh agreed and said that um, she he agreed with Nicole, but he thinks that Harry is too young and he doesn't have enough experience or confident yet confidence yet which is weird again like i wish we got the whole performance because to me harry seemed like quite yeah comparatively to other people yeah to some of the boys who got through like no questions asked like harry sounded really good so it's like hard to reconcile it seems like we're not really getting a full picture Mm -hmm. um but luckily Simon pulled through. Oh, when he when Louis said that, like Harry looked really sad and I was like, oh. It's okay, baby. You're gonna make it as a solo artist, like after you the biggest band in the world, so don't you worry. Um but Simon came through for us and said um, yeah, somebody in the audience audience just said that Rush r- was rubbish and I totally agree with them and then the audience cheered and like Harry lights up like a little um Christmas lunch. Um, uh, And Simon continued to say, because the show is designed to find someone, whether you're 15, 16, 17, it doesn't matter. I think with a bit of vocal coaching, you actually could be quite good. Um, And Harry is all happy after that. Um, And then Louis goes, Harry, for all the right reasons, I'm gonna say no. Like, I, Harry should come back and walk up to Louis Walsh and be like, you told me no. That's all I have to say. (laughs) You told me no. Um, And the audience, of course, boos Louis. um, And then Simon's all, I actually don't think you booed loud enough. Um, And then Harry freaking boos into his microphone. It was so cute. 
<laughs> the cool cat he is. <laughs> um, at that point, he must have felt pretty confident that he was going to get through or something. He's, like, booing Louie as well. Um, and then Nicole said, I like you, Harry. I'm going to say yes. And Simon said, and you'll happy to he- you'll be happy to hear that I'm going to agree with Nicole. You're through to the next round. Um, and... What does this say? Okay, so if Harry gets turned down... and Oh, if Harry gets turned... Oh, this is my little inspiration. Um, if Harry gets turned down from Louis Walsh, just like his first audition, he only gets two out of the three votes, but he still comes back and makes it as far as he did, so can you. Beautiful. So, you know, Lou- uh, Niall almost didn't make it. Um, Louis got all yeses, right? Yeah. All the, it was Niall and Harry who didn't get all yeses. That's so crazy. Like, they, that, that was like, if they just hadn't gotten one, like, things could have been totally different for One Direction. Like, the amount of chance if Liam hadn't come back this year, or like, mm-hmm. I know Zane like, wasn't even going to get up for mm-hmm. his audition, and Literally. he didn't get up, or if Katy Perry didn't send Niall through, or all these different things coming together, like this wouldn't have happened. So sometimes we fail, but like you just have to keep going is what I was going to try to say mm-hmm. there. <laughs> um, but what do you think, what do you think about like Harry's changing since his audition? Um, I mean, I feel like he's like retained some of that like playfulness and like cheekiness, mm-hmm. which I like really love to see, but he's obviously like just grown into like a crazy great performer who just like takes control of the stage and mm-hmm. I just feel like it's so really it's like cool to see like how much a person can grow and like I think that like watching these auditions and like knowing where they go it, it's just like really comforting the fact that someone can yeah, grow that can, much yeah and you can see where like it stems from like that seed of whatever it is and then they like blossom mm-hmm. into who they are um, and, like, looking back, you're like, I do see that cheekiness right away from Harry. That's, like, so clearly who he mm-hmm. is. And we get that now, like, on stage when he performs. Or not now, two years ago Lord. when One Direction was still touring. Um, but, like, it's so interesting to see where that starts. Um, and I think Harry has really changed and grown. But, like, I think, you know, he was doing what he loved. Especially, like, thinking of him as a solo artist. Like... Stevie Wonder wouldn't be out of the question for him doing it now. Unlike, unlike Niles, where he does, like, an R&B song. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't... Th- I don't think anything on his solo album will sound like that. But Harry t- choosing Stevie Wonder, it, like, makes me think he was more sure of, like, what he wanted. Um, and, like, how he was going to be. Um, obviously, like, with the experience and practice, like, things change. But um, it's, like, still Harry at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Um, so that was all of their first auditions, and then after that, there's boot camp, no real footage of them singing there, but some quality dancing, um, and then eventually they get put together, and and the rest is history, pretty much, um, and perhaps we should keep doing episodes about this, like, looking back on the X Factor days, because it's always a good reminiscing, um, but I'm sure as soon as things start heating up with solo work... Um, we're gonna have so many other things to talk mm-hmm. about, but of course I wanna I wanna compare that solo stuff to like their solo audition before they were sort of put into a band and like had to start compromising, because we don't really get to see them as solo artists besides these auditions. Yeah, it's true. Um, so it'll be an interesting comparison. 
Um, any closing thoughts on X Factor? No, they're just all adorable little angels, and I'm glad that they succeeded. Me too. And seven years ago now, that was when we were in 10th grade, wow. 2010, they auditioned. Um, I feel like that was around the time we were going to New York City to see our favorite podcasters yeah. do a live show. Whoa. Man, and One Direction were not known back then. So back when we were, you know, running after my mom because she walked too fast, who knows what the boys were That's up so to. so crazy. Now we have our own podcast. Wow, look at us flying. Just like One Direction's grown in those seven And we literally, literally were so nervous that we didn't even say a word to them. I know. Literally, we were dying. We were like, oh my It's so God. funny. It is. They were like our biggest celebrities. Really? It's straight up the biggest people that we could have met, like, at that time. Yeah. And they were our age. Like, they were in college when they yeah. were doing that. Like, they were our age. So weird. Wow. Um. So, like I said earlier, we're on Talk Direction down low. We're going to be talking about what would happen if One Direction auditioned for X Factor now, who would make the cut, who would be put into a boy band, who would be solo, and what songs they would audition with. So, if you want to hear that, um, check us out on Patreon, or write us in about anything you heard this week on the show. Um, thank you so much for listening to number episode 87 of Talk Direction. You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com, or our Instagram, which is just talkdirection. Or you can follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond, and Kara is with a C. And also you can head over to iTunes and rate and review us. And we're also on the SoundCloud app as well, or on SoundCloud in general. Um, but I think that is everything. Mm-hmm. I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time for episode 88. Bye. Bye.